0: This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris Looking around at the news today, there was really nothing going on that was like a big well, there's a big headline, I'll I'll share that with you, but I don't know, nothing really that I thought had any real impact on my life or caught me my interest particularly. But if you dig into it a little bit, uh and you step back, and and I talk about this I don't know about a lot on this podcast, but I've been mentioning it for a long time. I like to try and connect the dots, I guess. And um, You know, you got to do that on your own, uh, you know, and and if if you believe uh, that certain things are connected or a pattern or or something like that. Some of these things I'm going to throw at you today, when you look at it in that context, it really leaves you scratching your head. So uh, I'll go through that with you. Uh, It's really fascinating. Crazy to me. Crazy time. Just look at the way people are driving. I don't know if you're seeing it where you're at. I'm like, I don't know what happened. Maybe it's me. I don't know, but people are going kind of crazy and lots of weird things going on. So I'll get into that. That's kind of what we're going to do today. Uh, but before I do, uh, you know, I've been talking about this artificial intelligence, uh, and didn't I just mention it the other day again? So it's coming. You know, you're hearing it's actually here. It's not coming. It's here. It's just that hasn't gotten everywhere yet. Well. I use, a, I use several digital notebooks, but one of the digital notebooks that I used use is called Notion, N-O-T-I-O-N, and uh, you can check it out if you need a good digital notebook. It's fantastic. You can, one of the things I like about Notion that's unique is that you can share the pages of this digital binder out as uh, web links, websites. And it's really fantastic, fantastic to store documents, keep track of information, and then share it out if you need to. You can have access to it anywhere you go, on your phone, on your computer. And I live my whole life in digital notebooks. Everything that I know, own, blah, 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 is uh, kept in a digital notebook somewhere. Not to say that I don't have some other backup, for those of you that are wondering, because I do, and I do it regularly, and that's an important part of the process. But I find it very useful. Uh, You know, stuff like um, your birth certificate or your your license, your your license plate. What's my license? Who remembers that? Imagine you have a little app on your phone, and I don't need to get too far into those. But uh, and it's not uh, really very sophisticated. It's just a matter of making. uh, All right, that's enough out of that computer. Problem with having two computers in the studio. Sometimes they make noises. Anyway. Uh, notion. It's a great, great way to do business. Okay. Great way to keep track of stuff, personal business. Otherwise Uh, I'll just give you one last example. So for the podcast, the way we do it these days is um, when I see a a link to an article or information that I like, uh, I push it to an app called Google keep. And in Google keep, I will assign a tag, usually just one tag at that juncture. And that puts it in, a, in an inbox, so to speak, for me, a certain uh, spot for me and Keep. And then I go in there when I want to do a podcast, and that's the first place that I look. Oh, these were things that I was interested in when I initially saw it. Do I want to incorporate that into the podcast I could do that very quickly and very efficiently? And then a, a Keep allows me to add tags and store and keep those articles for future reference. Really very easy and very powerful. From there... I'll select the links that I want to use in the podcast. I copy them from Keep to a Google document, or I copy and paste it into Notion. And it's the Notion page that gets shared out as the show notes. Isn't that fascinating? I just put a lot of people to sleep with that probably. Uh, I find it fascinating. You know, I grew up in the era. I'm 52 years old. When I was in like um, probably not grade school, but middle school, I'm going to say was my first – uh, exposure to computers. And it was like a Commodore VIC-20 and like an Apple IIB or something like that. You know, green screen, black and white TV, cassette drive kind of thing. So that's what I came in on. The early days of CAD, computer-aided design. It's crazy how all this I've watched change. And even though, and my kids, it's crazy how they're able to wheel around. And I'm sure you've experienced this too, even better than me. And I don't really consider myself a techie at all. Uh, But when you really step back and look at it, um, I guess I kind of am. I don't know. I've done database programming. I did uh, CAD training. I was a trainer for um, AutoCAD. Uh, I've done quite a few things. Anyway, anyway, uh, I like digital notebooks. I keep my stuff in there. Well, 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 back to the topic at hand, shall we? I go into Notion, and Notion says, hey, surprise, we've got an AI assistant available for you. Uh, I, I'm not, I don't feel like putting the link in here. If you're interested in seeing this, just go to the uh, Notion YouTube channel. N-O-T-I-O-N, Notion, and um, Digital Notebook. Anyway, go into YouTube and look at the AI thing. It's, anyway, Um it's unbelievable. I don't even know what I'm doing with it. Uh, I literally—I think I used this example to you the, the other day. Uh, I had this happen to a buddy of mine, but the um, same thing happened to me. I got a, a call out of the blue, somebody that uh, used to do some some work for me, some consulting way back, and was applying for this job, and after I would provide a letter of recommendation. Sure. Uh, I kind of want to apply tomorrow. There's any chance you can send it today. I'll do what I can. I'm thinking I don't write a lot of these letters, and I'm not really a writer in that sense, and not that it really matters. You're just saying, "Hey, I know this guy, he worked great, and I would support hiring him. You know, that's the gist of it. So anyway, I go in, I go into notion. I'm like, let me try it with AI. Write a, a letter, a reference letter for Kevin. Well, let me tell you, it produced quite the reference letter. And basically, if you could imagine this, let's take AI out a second. How would you approach that project? 20 minutes before I told you the story. Here's how I would do it. I would go into Google, probably. I know we don't like Google, but unfortunately, this is the tool for something like this. And I would uh, search (laughs) reference letters, examples or whatever, something like that. And I would probably click on images and look at the different letter samples And try to find one that I liked. And I would have to go and read through those different samples uh, until I found what I like. And then I might have to put pieces together and I'd have to, you know, figure out how to do all that, right? I'm figuring that, you know, in that traditional method, it would take me an hour or two to write this letter for my buddy, okay? I go into the AI and I say, write a reference letter for Kevin. And in front of my very eyes, it writes the letter quite eloquently, but I wasn't satisfied, so I clicked make it longer, and it did, and I was satisfied, and I copied and pasted that into a letterhead, and there was a paragraph that I didn't feel was appropriate. I took it out. There was another paragraph that I thought needed to be changed, so I did, and I wanted to add a little line, and I did, and the whole exercise took probably five, let's call it ten minutes, and you know what? It was a lot of fun. As a matter of fact, probably 10 minutes later, guess what? I got a, an email back. Thanks so much. It was amazing for everybody involved. It was not completely AI generated. This is like having your own personal assistant for these things. Now, you say, I don't do a lot of that stuff. I don't either. I, I don't need a writer, really, in that sense. Uh, I was playing around with it, writing some podcast descriptions, which I don't really uh, use. I probably, sh- I, th- I think I might get back to that. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in this one. The podcast description for this podcast is AI-generated. I I haven't done it yet, so I'll let you know uh, maybe later if it's completely AI-generated. But we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. See what it does. So, anyway, I'm very excited. And I I did do other things with it, but I just got it, uh, you know, literally within the last 24 hours. And uh, they don't even have any training videos out on it. I just started playing with them. I was like, this is freaky. Amazing. Let me tell you, say it again. <laughs> freaky, freaky. Let me freaky. Amazing. I don't know why I felt the need to do that, but it is pretty cool. Check it out. Notion and AI. A uh, Notion does have an affiliate program. I was talking. To, uh, I was on the radio. That's what I wanted to mention before I get into these uh, uh, deep stories. I was on the radio, which is why I missed the day. I was filling in from not out filling in for my buddy Stan. He couldn't be in the studio. Uh, Andy Titelman, uh, uh, co-host, also great. We had a blast. Sheriff Bunny was on. She's a great, great time to 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 host with. And um, anyway, I was on the radio two hours there, sitting there on the rail. Like, this is draconian. Whoop! I got to drive down here. So Andy's asking me. He says, uh, "You know, where do you do the the podcast?" And I said, "I have a studio in my house." He said, that must be nice. I said, "It's the only way I would do it." I mean, what the what the hell? i going. To, we're in the digital age, man. I want to work from home, and uh, and no, I had a great time. I'm, I'm kind of kidding around here, and Andy's a freaking awesome dude. So Stan, uh, Vicky, uh, another co-host, she's awesome. Had a couple of cool guests, and like I said, of course, Sheriff Bunny. But uh, it was a good time. There was a point I was going to make about that that I just completely forgot. Uh, but there I was on the radio. Maybe it'll come to me. Um, I enjoyed it. And, and I, I gave, uh, I think, a little bit of a twist to things, you know, that brought a little life to the show that otherwise wouldn't have been there. It was a great show all around. Uh, but I hope I brought a little something, you know. It's uh, filling big shoes there. so. Uh, but it was a good time. Anyway, Um, I've been working out, getting in shape. And, you know, I haven't been as strict as I could be. I, I don't want to be. You know, I, I told you at the beginning, I was like, you know, I, I, and I, by the way, anybody who says, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on getting in the best shape of my life, they rarely do. And I didn't have that goal. I'm like, I just, first of all, I needed to cut a couple of pounds back off. You know, I don't think I was in that bad a shape. Eh, kind of, was in a bad shape um, for a variety of reasons. The lady rear of me didn't help. Remember that little incident? What did I do? I hurt my arm again. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about. I'm like, you know what, I am kind of injury-prone now that I think about it. I get banged around a lot. And my wife, you got to be careful. I'm like, hey, what are you talking about? I'm fine. I'm like, hey, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I can really be trusted to my own, uh, you know, whatever. My own, uh, whatever you call that. Can't be. Can't be trusted by myself. Well, anyway, here's what I want to tell you. So I hurt my arm. Kind of overdid it. I think with some of the curls, um, which is a little strange. But it was the arm that I hurt, <laughs> deadlifting, tore my bicep tendon off. And I tore it off my uh, forearm, and it was, you know, I could tell that the pain was you know, around that area. And I didn't really think it was related to the injury, but when, when you do something like that, it, it's just a little bit of freakiness to it. I, I'm not, I don't know if any, everybody experiences that, but, and there's a term for it, but even like with the concussion, I'm like, I don't want to go through that again. You know, uh, am I afraid of hitting my head? Uh, yeah, kind of, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, am I kind of afraid of ripping my arm off at the socket again? Ah, uh, yeah, kind of. I am. <laughs> I'd like to avoid that, to be honest with you. But anyway, I go to the chiropractor and I mention my arm, or he heard me talking about it on the podcast or whatever. And he's like, "Let me see this thing," and he grabs. It. I'm like, "Oh my god!" He's like twisting. He's like, "Just relax." And I wanted to cry, and uh, but I did, and I held back the tears. And he twisted my arm around a few times, and I, and I was like, "I don't know if that feels good or not." And I walked out and I'm in my car, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if that was a good idea, to be honest with you. I didn't really get a chance to tell him about the surgery and stuff. And he didn't He just went right in there. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm like, and then Donkey? I'm messing around. Anyway, uh, by the end of the day, my arm felt completely fine. I couldn't believe it. An hour later, my arm was, I was like, this is incredible. He's hes amazing. He really is. By the end of the day, completely gone. I was actually going to do curls out. I was like, so, what the? <laughs> this is the conversations we need to have with Big Chris. Why we're being so injury prone? But let me just tell you, uh, I said this to my brother. I think after the concussion, he was pretty critical, and I said, you know, I, ne- I never, be- I never regretted anything that I did. You know, eh, that's not really true. <laughs> I never regretted uh, falling into that circumstance. Why? Because I was doing pull ups and. You know, I had this drive to get to a freaking eleven. I don't know why. Yes, it's a little ridiculous, um, but I, you know, I, I wouldn't give it up. It's just me, I guess, part of me that I, I appreciate. Anyway, my arm is better thanks to my chiropractor. We had a good time on the radio, covered a lot of good stuff, and uh, here we are back again. So this, uh, let me let me cover these goofy stories and. And I'll get you on your way for the weekend. I don't really have a big, long podcast planned out here, but you know me, I get to rambling. So we'll see where we end up with all this. Um, She jeopardizes uh, Trump indictment, grand jury, four person on torso. I don't know, is anybody seeing this story? Uh, Apparently, in Georgia, they want to indict Trump. And now this story is that this girl who looks, you know, a bit kooky, I don't want to be too judgmental. And they're portraying her that way. And she's basically running around, blabbing her mouth like, oh, yeah, we recommended multiple indictments. And this person knows this. And it's really bizarre. Uh, And she's the the jury foreman, I guess, in this case against Trump. So you say, what the hell's going on? It's all a setup, man. It's BS. I'm like, "This this isn't even close to stinking real. There's not going to be any Trump indictment. What, they just they didn't know how to tell this this prosecutor down in Georgia that it was all a scam? And now with the January 6th footage being released, the best thing that Democrats need to do is move on as quickly as possible? Yeah. Yeah, let me tell you something. I'm going to get into this a little bit more. This releasing of the footage for January 6th is a big deal on multiple fronts. I'll talk about this. but But just to back up one second. Don't think that this nerdy-looking little girl who supposedly just ended up as the foreman of this jury because she's a registered voter and now and believes Trump should be indicted, but because of this mishap now, he's not going to get indicted. The whole case is going to fall apart. Yeah. I'm going to say is about as authentic as Joe Biden. The military letting the Russians know that he was going to Kiev so that they wouldn't inadvertently bombing. But then when he arrives, they're... They're sending the uh, air alarms off purely for effect. Pure. No, I'm sure they have some BS. Oh, no. If you go to, listen to the view, you'll probably get it. Here's what they would say. Well, these alarms were important to make sure that there was a, a, no bombing of Biden and the American military was on standby. Blah, 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 blah. Why wouldn't Russia have been free to attack at that point? And then here's the other thing. I saw uh, an article on this that said that, you know, there hasn't really been any attacks on, on Kiev. And I'm thinking, what is really going on over there? We're not even getting any decent reports, right? This is a serious matter of public interest. Two days ago, we were led to believe that we're on the verge of World War III. Now, suddenly, the cover story is some girls throwing off the whole indictment of Trump. Oh, just a, a diversion. Look, a balloon. Whatever. Well, we used that last week, Chris. We got to come up with. They, they do a great job. Just come up with new stuff. What the hell's going on in Ukraine? We may never know. 150,000 Russians dead. Really? Bull. They didn't even send that many in in the initial wave all garbage all lies you want to believe it i don't believe a bit of it the pentagon's vague threat to china over arming russia china is employing a well-trod tactic to try and outmaneuver the united states as it appears more ready to start helping russia it'll be interesting to see if china blinks or where this goes it's going to be fascinating uh, I don't know that the United States is in a position to stop it. And if China is going to back Russia, the United States really needs to take a look at, you know, how far we're willing to go with this. Is it really worth World War Three? right, wrong, or indifferent? Why? Well, I, I You know, I keep saying this with the I stand with the Ukraine crowd. You don't even know them. I'm not passing judgment. I'm not saying the people of Ukraine are bad, but I don't know that they're good. I don't think that they deserve any of this. I'm sorry it's happening. And I think that, you know, humanitarian aid and, and getting people out if they want to leave is all good stuff. I don't understand why we're turning this into this this war. I mean, listen, and for the, we deserve our own sovereign country. Oh, listen, <clears throat> tell it to somebody else. You know, then defend it yourself. I mean, that's the bottom line. All the money that we gave over the years, where did it go? Ask Zelensky, not me. Okay. either way, we've had a a large Ukrainian presence in this country for many, many years, like full towns that are like full Ukrainian, a large Ukrainian population here in this country. So and I think they've been a good part of the population, as best I can tell. I don't know. Anyway, either way, we can bring people over here, or they can move to other countries, and we can help them do that. Why we're we getting sucked into a war over this, I don't know. And by the way, why would that have been so hard to agree to that? Fine, Russia, you feel this is important for your security, but uh, cut a deal. Anybody that wants to leave gets to leave. That's what should have happened, right? The whole you know, the United States, as soon as Russia went in there, should have said, "Listen, we need to pull back NATO and um, you know respect Russia's boundaries." But it doesn't sink. And it's the same thing with China. People don't understand that. You are know, like, just let them be them and else be and It's like it, it doesn't work in the big global economy. And we'll see if all that get, gets cut off. I don't know. Anyway, the Pentagon's telling China not to arm Russia while we're arming Ukraine. Does that make sense? Well, some people say, we're not the ones that invaded! <laughs> that's the logic that's used. Uh, I get that logic. I do. But... I don't think that China's um, required to comply with this. People are saying that this is you know pushing the two countries closer to World War III, and I say bunked all that too. Do, do you need a World War III or just the threat of World War III constant? Will it ever go away? Constant fear of viruses. Right, every day we hear a new story. Not every day, but at regular intervals. Oh uh, the new uh, blah 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 uh, virus. Okay, every couple of right. Oh, the bird flu. Birds dropping out of the sky. Will it move to human? Every day we hear this. World War III, nuclear disaster. Nuclear. It's like, how much can we take? Crazy. So isn't that enough to control people probably the way they want? I bet it is. Every once in a while people get a little crazy. They want to elect somebody like Trump, and he sneaks in. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We can bring you a pandemic. We can bring you a war. We, you know, we, we have the ability to do it. Somehow we take it. You know, I was thinking about it after I was on the, on the radio show. We were talking, of course, about election integrity. It was one of the topics. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people doing a lot of hard work to straighten out some of this mayhem. And I, I just don't believe it's going to happen. And the reason I say that is, uh, and meaning I don't believe it's going to get straightened out. And you look at Pennsylvania Act 77, the statute that's enabled this mail-in voting and created this mayhem, which is just a couple of years old, passed in COVID. People think it was a COVID invention. It wasn't. It was all in the works prior to that. This came out of the same group that pushes ranked base voting and all these other very confusing systems that are really, really hard to sort out and see if it's been done properly and fairly and the outcome is correct confusion by design okay well the statute is just that and there's no effort from either political party to make any effort to straighten it out and i don't think it would be politically popular to do so so i don't think jack you know what is going to change anytime soon and so what do we do I got to tell you, uh, I almost feel like that just walking away is going to, you know, the next revolution, and it's going to come with this going. You can't steal elections year over year, expect people to go unrepresented and not expect uh, serious consequences to that. Whether it's being done on purpose or it's purely by mismanagement, this election crap alone, look at what happened. It was Brazil. Look at what happened here on January 6th. I was shocked that that was it on both fronts. It's only going to get worse and worse as people feel that these election results are a sham. And sooner or later, it's going to tip over into something much, much bigger. But I'm going to say to you, I think that the people that perpetuate this kind of stuff are happy to jump into that kind of mayhem, especially if it turns violent. I really believe that. And so because of all that and many other reasons, really, I believe that the next revolution is going to have to take on a much different look. All those guns uh, are not going to be helpful in the next revolution. They just aren't. And I think that, quite frankly, that the uh, tactics of sabotage would work much better as a proactive effort. Um, But as a reactive effort, well, as a proactive effort, I think the bigger thing is going to be uh, simply not paying taxes um, and stepping away from the systems completely, kind of what Andrew Turbo of Gab is saying, building parallel systems. But it's going to have to go further than that. It is, as long as you have these jurisdictional boundaries, um, it's going to create a problem as people want to uh, live under different systems, and you can't have two. Sooner or later, it's going to it's going to cause a, a fracture, in my opinion. But I'm just telling you, I, I don't think that the, our way our path out of this is is through uh, violence or military efforts or anything like that. And I think it would have uh, horrible consequences to doing something stupid like that. And I think that is likely only to continue. Likely. If there's some kind of complete collapse, um, you know, you could see where you have this formation of gangs basically that take over. You just hope that they're good gangs. And and that's a funny phenomenon, you know. Um uh, Thomas Paine talks about it in Common Sense a whole treatise on the origin of kings as he calls it. I mean, what he's talking about if you think about it is the origin of government and where did government come from? Gangs of thieves. Right? And then finally one of the gangs sat down and, and you know he tried to come up with a just system out of all that. It's kind of weird when you think about it, right? Good and decent people you know just want to rely on on getting by and doing what's right for everybody, uh but then it's the ruthless people that actually uh, drive things in in many ways. Not always, not always. Not, you know, you've got builders, too, which is what I subscribe to. Build a vision, create a vision, create support, and, and go create something that uh, humans are uniquely avail- able to do despite, uh, what do you call it? AI. World Bank pick, interesting guy. He's Indian. Comes with green finance credibility. Isn't that great? All this... Um, Stuff with the, um, uh, the with the World Economic Forum and the yeah, what's the word I am looking for. Um, you know uh, the way they want the money, the equity based, and the environmentally sensitive, and the racial sense. It, it's all it's done. It's in place. I don't think people are like I oh, know what they're trying to do. No, no, no. it's done. It's done. There is people trying to get out of it. Some of these these states are like we want we want to back out of these investment groups that subscribe to this. it's already done it's already in place only only gonna get worse certainly before it gets better uh remembering slain temple officer christopher fitzgerald i think he was some kind of a hispanic descent and it looked to be a, a white guy i guess could be spanish descent that shot him crazy case that um where the mom drove this 18 year old boy down who did this the boy also got in some trouble at school um and, you know, the the, uh, the, the city, the, the, this part of the state is kind of, uh, you know, recoiling from this, it was a very vicious crime. A boy went up and shot him in the head, stood over him and, and shot him a couple more times. And I didn't see any of the video. I don't know if it's available. Um, anyway, it's a tragic story. You know, as it's being publicized, just to be clear, it's, it's a, a, a troubled Youth who turned 18 got out of probation, youth probation, and just a few short time later went down and killed this cop in Temple. The first thing is, I'm on the radio and I'm bringing this up. I said, I don't know that parents are putting up with all this crime down at Temple. Lo and behold, Andy, co host, sitting right across the table, Stan jumps and he says, Oh, ask Andy. He's got, he graduated from His kids are going, his daughter's going. I'm like, You do? I'm like, how are you putting up with all this violence down there? I don't even like taking the train through there. I really don't. I don't like being on the R5 that runs through there, going through Temple. I can't stand it down there. It feels unsafe. And you know me. I'm like, I it's going to get ugly. I'm going to get ugly, too. But uh, I just want to get home, you know. I don't want to go through all that. I'm thinking of the people that go to college. I'm like, how do you do this? And, you know, maybe it's not what it seems. Maybe I'm just getting old, blah, 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 blah. But Either way, this and this was not the first violent incident down there recently. So been a lot going on there. And he's like, I don't know, he's like, my daughter wants to get down. I tell her to be safe, what can I do? And uh, you know, I think he he probably uh he's probably armed on top of it, so I feel pretty good. But anyway, uh as I've digested all this, the story is very peculiar to me. Because first of all, the, the boy came from a very, very affluent home up in Bucks County, there's some money, a pocket of money up there. I'm going to say the home, I don't know, a million and a half, two and a half, um, somewhere in that range, and drives down to the Temple campus. <clears throat> now, it's not unthinkable that somebody up there, by the way, would be attending Temple, but I, I don't think he was. Uh, <clears throat> and it's not far <clears throat> to get down there. Anyway, it, it seems that his mother drove him down there. Uh, and then he went to commit a robbery that went wrong, is the way the story's going. And then um, he got back in the car and went home with his mom. And then it was his brother that ID'd him from the video or something like that. Very, very strange. How did the brother get the video? Somebody saw something that knew somebody. How did they know? Maybe the video they picked up with this kid when he um, maybe he was in some kind of database from his probation. Um, Right. I don't know. Um, It's none of that's uh, coming to light, really, at least not right now. But I find it very peculiar as I think about it. And I'm wondering if there isn't some kind of tie between these two personally, the boy and the cop. And if there wasn't something that went on or was going on. Very, very – it's just that the, my uh, spidey tentacles perked up. Weird story. Affluent boy. Now the father lived down in Strawberry Mansion. That was the other weird thing. So there was this kind of cross connections going on there. I don't know. Will we find out about any of that? I seriously doubt it. I got to get out of here. Uh, Proud Boys trial moving at a snail's pace. Yeah. Now with this footage released, it's over. And they better start letting those political prisoners free as well. Why don't all the lawyers have this? They ought to have it. Cruise ship caught colliding with shrimp boat in Tampa. Did you hear this? What in the heck is going on? I haven't even gotten into the airline near misses. Have you heard of been hearing about this stuff? What is going on? Is the world coming off the rails? Are the polls about this shift? Who really knows? Maybe people are just... Acting a little strange as we get, quote, get get back to the, quote, new normal. I don't know what this new normal is. It's crazy to me. Hey, God willing, I'll be back maybe Sunday. I'll see you back soon. In the meantime, make it a great day.